If they ask me, I could write a book about the way you walk, whisper. I love this song. It introduces writer's block with Megan Zinn. Megan Zinn, there is some action. It's a beautiful new structure up in Greenfield. There is. Have you been there? I haven't been in it. I did drive by You're it on busted. Saturday. You're busted. <laughs> I need to work on my Greenfield knowledge, and that's that's part of why I invited Lisa to come and talk to us oh, today. Who's Lisa? This is Lisa Prolman, who is the assistant library director of the beautiful new Greenfield Library, and she was the assistant director of the of the old beautiful Greenfield Library. <laughs> Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Um, and congratulations. Yeah, it really congratulations. is beautiful. It was brought in a budget. It was brought in on time. It's pretty impressive. It is extremely gorgeous. It is extremely impressive. And yes, it came in on time and under budget. So we were very happy with that. Yes. And Lisa told me before her favorite aspect is, is it's got good air conditioning. Yes. yes. <laughs> Megan asked, you know, what are your favorite things? I said, I'm not allowed to say the HVAC system, am I? <laughs> like, yeah, sure you are. Sure you are. So, Lisa, how long have you been at the library? Oh, you're going to make me math. Let me think about this. I have been at the library this May. It will be 27 years. Wow. Yes. So you have seen the, you know, quite the gamut of its history. Now, so this... this uh, Lisa th- is overdue. It's... Uh... <laughs> oh, geez. The library puns are going to come hot and heavy, aren't they? Um, Bring them on. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard them all. So tell us, th- there's a bit of a saga around the new building. It was a kind of a long time coming. Can you tell us a little bit about oh, that process? It was a very long time coming. It's funny, when we were working on the initial planning and design grant, we went back through a lot of the old issues of the local newspaper, the Greenfield Recorder, and every 20 years mm-hmm. or so, there would be an editorial and a big push for we need a new library, there's not enough space in the building, and we need a new library. And for one reason or another, it didn't happen. Um, Right a couple years before I started working there, the Mass Board of Library Commissioners, the MBLC, did an almost unheard of thing. They had two grant rounds in a row, 1994 and 1995, for new buildings. The Massachusetts Board of Library Commissioners provides money for libraries all over the state. It's a fabulous program. And the initial design that Greenfield put up was renovating the current or the now old library building at 402 Main Street, which is a gorgeous, lovely little house that was built by the first American architect, Asher Benjamin, in 1792 which is lovely as a house, or mm-hmm. was lovely as a house. Didn't really work as a library. Or for, for Wi-Fi, I imagine. I <laughs> had the Wi-Fi technology. in the oh, That's building. good to know. You would be surprised. That's I managed to, to get Wi-Fi in the building. But um, the design was turned down, and they were told to resubmit. So they scurried together, put together a new building in a different location, and it was voted down by the taxpayers. Oh, jeez. So when, this, when we got to the point where we were doing this grant... We started about 10 years ago. We did a two-year planning and design program where we looked at different possibilities, different places to put it, whether it made more sense to be a new build or to try to renovate the current building. And what we ended up with was a new building was definitely needed because there was just too much that needed to be done yeah. to the, the lovely house to bring it up to code make it ADA accessible. It Mm -hmm. was barely ADA accessible. And 
we did the planning design grant. We submitted a building program and applied for a grant in 2015. And we didn't get the building grant, but that was okay because we didn't want it right then. <laughs> we were put first on the wait list, ah. which was ideal. And we were all excited and we were thrilled. And then we got to build the library during COVID. Oh, geez. <laughs> And the city, the, the the population of Greenfield came really came together for it um, in terms of um, supporting the the taxes, et cetera, in the vote. Correct. <laughs> the vote passed. The vote passed. Okay. The vote passed. Okay. Um, there was a sizable but not overwhelming um, number of people who didn't see anything wrong with the mm, old building, mm -hmm. didn't think we needed a new building, didn't want the new taxes. As we pointed out, the new building wasn't going to increase taxes. Ah. As I actually said to one woman kind of off the record, I said, look, have your taxes ever gone down? And she said, no. I said, that's not the, they're going to go up whether the new <laughs> library is built or not. And she went, I never really thought of it that way. Well, it, yeah. it, it, was, um, it was made all the more difficult because at the same time, there was a need for a public safety building. Yeah. A fire. Correct. A, right. A, a fire building. And that was happening at the same time as the library. And this is a factoid that I learned because my wife was the chair of our town library for years that it needed so many resident renovations. Mm -hmm. It was a 1914 building. So in looking at that, I realized all these other communities were having problems with their libraries at the same time. And I learned that so many benefactors, these tycoons, I've said this on the air before in the context of Jones Library mm -hmm. in, in Amherst, mm -hmm. um, in 1914, when the U.S. income tax came in, ah. they made a provision uh -huh. about charitable deductions. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice to see... Buzz Eisenberg Memorial Library up mm -hmm, right uh -huh. there, right? And so a lot of these libraries are 100 years old. Yep. Mm -hmm. They age together, and all of a sudden, we need Wi-Fi, and we need accessibility, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's time to... All at the same time. All at the same yeah. time. And Greenfield, yep. Greenfield stepped up, and as you said, uh, Lisa, uh, this this library is came in under budget and on yeah, time, yeah. and it is magnificent. It's a beautiful structure yeah. and a great place to go and... Be yeah. in the library. So Lisa Perlman, assistant director of, <laughs> of the Greenfield Library, um, what are some of the features of the new building? Oh, we have things that we had previously only been able to dream about. Mm -hmm. um, our children's room is huge. Yeah. Has a dedicated activity slash craft uh, story time room. It's absolutely amazing. We have an absolutely gorgeous teen room mm -hmm. that was primarily designed by teens. Oh, cool. They had nice. a teen advisory board get together and say what they wanted in the room, and it was done. The best part about the teen room, we were in one of our Zoom COVID design meetings, and the teens had said one of the things that they really wanted was a nice little kind of nook mm -hmm. that they could sit in and watch the weather and the rain. And as we sat there in the meeting... The architects designed a window seat on the plan. Nice. And it's one of my favorite places in the building. Oh, that's fantastic. I fit in it beautifully because I'm <laughs> short and about the size of a team, so it works out well for me. Um, we've got a really lovely reading room. Mm -hmm. It was the furniture and some of the things in the room were donated by a local artist. He wanted it to be in memory of his wife, who was mm -hmm. a longtime friend of the library. Beautiful. <clears throat> And when we first opened, we had all the chairs set up in these nice little groupings so that people could sit and talk with each other. 
And after the end of the first day, all of the chairs were turned facing the windows <laughs> so that everyone could look out at the views off yeah, of Main there's Street. there's a lot of beautiful. So we just left them there. That's it's fantastic. so much easier. It's, it's um, much, obviously ADA compliant, and there's a lot of lovely features, um, lovely accessibility features. Can yes. you tell, tell about some of those? One of the issues with the old building was that the only way for anyone in a wheelchair to get in was to go around the back of the mm-hmm. building, go up a long, somewhat steep hallway to get to an elevator that a lot of power wheelchairs would not fit in. Oh, wow. Yeah. The new library, if you're coming in from the front, you wheel right in through the doors. The elevator is on your left as you come in. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Most of the staff can fit in it all at once. <laughs> <laughs> we actually tried that. And you can just go right up to the second floor and get pretty much anywhere in the building you need to be. It's yeah. fabulous. And the, sh- and the stacks, the shelves are wide enough apart to accommodate yes, wheelchair. I read we that as well. We actually didn't do code in terms of the stacks. Mm-hmm. We did better than code. Ah, wonderful. We wanted a someone in a wheelchair to be able to go down a, sh- a, stat, a row of books, turn around, and be able to come back up. Wow. Not have to sort of yeah. do the maze game. Yeah, yeah. You know, Ed Berlin, who is one of the you know, people who really made this project his project, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people attribute a lot of gratitude to his efforts. He said he didn't want it just to be for Greenfield. G- Greenfield is part of the CWMR's mm-hmm. system, Correct. which means you have about 7.5 million titles available yep. mm-hmm. to you at every library. And, and Greenfield can be a destination library. Yeah, I can Re- imagine for that for the whole um, Franklin County, spend the really. Nice morning, yeah. Go to Greenfield, right. sit in the library. It's a beautiful experience, and it's a great library with incredible, uh, Lisa Perlman, incredible support staff. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So we're, we're, we've been talking with Lisa Perlman, Assistant um, Library Director, the Greenfield Public Library, and we'll talk more after a break. Drawn to that sort of library magic Whispering through the dusty aisles Watching all the thinkers read Trying to keep a grown man quiet it's like pulling teeth on a winter's eve Cracks and bowls and unfamiliar roads Or Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg Coming up right here on WHMP you're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP. And we are back eavesdropping on a conversation between Megan Zinn and Assistant Director Lisa Proman of the Greenfield Public Library. Do we have to speak in hushed tones? Yeah, that's a good question. No, I'm very fond of telling the patrons that we make more noise than most of them ever possibly could, so don't worry about it. That's excellent. Um, so the beautiful Greenfield Public Library, we were talking before about how it really is a central um, location, a central community location for, for Franklin County and, and should be. Um, libraries in general serve that role. And as you know, given somebody who's been working in libraries for close to 30 years or more. Um, what is the role that libraries play? Why do we need beautiful, why do, why do they need to be beautiful buildings? Why do they need to be welcoming? And why did, you know, what is it about, what, what role do these libraries serve for our communities? In the past, libraries were, and some people do still consider them to be temples of knowledge. <laughs> and they were a place where you went in and you spoke in hushed tones and you would be very careful with the books. We still want you to be careful <laughs> with the books. They're expensive. Um, They have changed over the years. Communities, libraries more, let me start that sentence over. Libraries are now more 
sort of community spaces. Yes. They're really one of the last places that you can go that is sort of a free third space. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to buy anything. You can come in, you can sit, you can read, you can use our computers. We have a laptop vending machine. You can take it, borrow a laptop and take it anywhere in the building to use it. We have study rooms. We have community meeting spaces. I had a, just the other day, a woman came in with her grandchildren. She was coming upstairs to pick something up. And she ran into two of her neighbors mm -hmm. that she hadn't seen since winter and people aren't out walking. And she said, where else can you go but the library mm -hmm. to run into everyone you know and just sit and have a chat with them? Yep, yep, without needing to buy, and buy anything. In fact, um, like many libraries, you guys canceled um, the um, fee late fees. Is that correct? That is correct. There is only one thing that we still charge late fees on, and that is our museum, museum passes, passes because they can be difficult. <laughs> you, need to get, you need to get them back. Yes. Um, has it made a difference? Or what, what was the, um, the thought process behind um, canceling fees? It originally started during COVID because yeah, people weren't coming out, yeah, and that made total sense. And we thought, why are we going to charge people late fees for something that is beyond their control? Mm -hmm. And we had been looking at it for a number of years prior to that as an economic issue, mm -hmm. especially when you're dealing with kids. Kids don't have cars. Kids don't have licenses. If they don't have an adult who can bring them to the library to return their books, they rack up late fees. They can't check out more books. That's not what we want. Right. Lisa Perlman, I, I, I just went to Forbes uh, at the beginning of uh, December, I think, anyway, whenever I went, um, to get a travel guide because my wife and I are planning a trip. Mm -hmm. And so we took out the travel guide, and oops, it was late. I got an email from Forbes yesterday that said, we've automatically renewed. Yes. Mm -hmm. You have until January 30th. Yep. I just thought... What a bright, Lovely. fresh of yeah. That is, CWMR has instituted that a couple of years ago, and it's been fabulous. Yeah. People now worry less about getting things back. Mm -hmm. We still get the phone calls. I think it's due tomorrow. Don't worry about it. It will automatically <laughs> renew. As long as you have a renewal left on it, you'll be good. We Don't no longer worry. chop off limbs for late, uh, for no. late books. <laughs> um, and, you know, as we uh, all hear in the media, there's a lot of discussion about book bannings, efforts at book bannings, mm -hmm. and I'm sure all libraries deal with this. Have you... Um, dealt with many challenges. We haven't had a lot of challenges. Um, we have had a couple of years ago, while we were still in the old building, we did have someone who wrote a letter into the trustees concerned mm -hmm. about the um, display that was up in the children's room for Pride Month. Okay. And as we explained to the parent who was concerned because they didn't want their children looking at these books... It's, it was a month like Women's History Month or Black History Month. The mayor had ordained or <laughs> <laughs> said that this month would be Pride Month. And as a city department, we were going to put up a display because everyone deserves to be celebrated. Yes. And everybody deserves to see themselves yes. in, in books. Um, and um, what, what, is there a process um, if somebody um, challenges there is. We, we have actually, it hasn't been used a lot. We have had it used in the past. We do have on our website a, we've changed the name of it, but it used to be called a, a request for reconsideration form. I don't remember what it's called now. It's something similar to that. And if people have an issue with a book or a, a DVD or a magazine, 
They can fill out that form, send it in. It gets looked at. It gets responded to. The trustees mm -hmm. get involved if need be. And yeah. Yeah. Not that we want to give anybody ideas. But <laughs> um, do you have a sense, and this is, might be putting you on the spot, but like what, what individuals like me can do to um, help um, – you know, combat, combat may not be the right word, um, these efforts at book banning, um, both in bookstores and in libraries, school and otherwise. Talking about the books, talking about mm -hmm. the value of the materials, borrowing them and then bringing ah. them back. <laughs> yeah, that, that's um, important. One of the things that a lot of people probably don't know is that when you have books in the library, if they don't circulate, they don't necessarily stay in the library. So if it's something that's important... Please check it out, bring ah. it back, tell your friends. Yep. yep, shows that there's demand for it. That, that leads to the question I wanted to ask you before mm -hmm. uh, we complete this conversation, which is how has circulation been impacted by the move to the new library? Oh, good Lord. You actually got the right person for this because <laughs> I keep all of the statistics. Um, our circulation, the average circulation goes up about 30% when you build a new building. Hmm. Ours has gone up about 33%. Okay. Wow. That's nice. Yeah. So people so, are taking advantage. Well, it's funny because people have been coming in and saying, well, you don't have any books. And we've explained to them very patiently that we actually have more books than we had in the old library. But A, they're much more spread out. <laughs> and B, a lot of them are in people's houses right, right. now. <laughs> oh, well, that's great. That's great because that's where the books want to be. Mm -hmm. um, you, you mentioned um, um, the museum passes. Are there other things that the library provides that people tend to not know about? Like Northampton um, Library um um, you can borrow instruments, for instance. Are there are there cool stuff like that that you can borrow from Greenfield Public we have, Library? We have ukuleles that people ah, can borrow. Perfect. Our teen librarian put together some really cool teen to-go kits on knitting or D&D &D and a whole bunch of other topics. We have hot spots. There's a waiting list. Please don't come in and ask for one. <laughs> um, what we also have are... One-on-one -on -one tech sessions. Oh, The nice. folks at the reference desk, myself included, you can book a half-hour appointment with a librarian to ask for help with something with your laptop or your phone or how do I get e-books onto my mm -hmm, devices. Mm -hmm. and, I'm sure you get that one a lot. That's mm -hmm. such a great service. Um, well, in our, in our last minute or so, can you tell us, tell us what you love about working in libraries? I mean, you've been doing this for a long time and you Good obviously Lord, yes. love this. <laughs> Um, I started working in libraries because my father told me that if I worked in a bookstore, I'd never have a salary to take home because <laughs> I'd be spending all my money on books, and he was probably right. I like the people. I like mm -hmm. helping them. I like helping them find things to read, helping them learn how to use their tech. That's more what I do now. It's just you get to see everyone. It's a microcosm right. of society, and it's fabulous. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, so we've been talking with Lisa Perlman, who is the assistant director of the Greenfield Public Library, and we've been talking about their new building, which just opened this summer um, in downtown Greenfield. Gorgeous new building. Visit it. I just, I, I just want to tell a quick story. Sandy Carter in the center of my town and her husband, Tom, uh, take care of the lawn of our local library, and they do all this wonderful stuff for it. And I once beautiful. asked, why do you do that? And Tom said, we have a great arrangement, which is I take care of their lawn. They let me get any book for free. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him. <laughs> Lisa Perlman, thank you so much, not just for being on the show here with Megan Zinn, but also for all that you do to make our community in Greenfield and beyond just a really nourishing community. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for having me. And listeners, thank you so much for being with us today. Wishing you a good rest of the day. Coming through my head 
When God gave us mirrors, he had no idea 